G'day. Welcome to another episode of The Weigh-In. Uh, joining me as always, Blake Johnston. Blake, Doom and Cup, Goodwood, been and gone. Uh, hopefully found a few horses to follow and we can put a few in the black book. Yeah, I hope so. It was um, a good day's racing, uh, plenty of action, a few flopperoos. A couple of flopperoos. Zaki probably the leader of that pack. Leader of the pack, yeah. Lofty strike, a bit disappointing. Yeah, I would say lofty strike was a he bit He was a big drifter though, wasn't he? He was much better than Zaki. Yes. He wasn't like... Yeah, he, he still ran still, well. Yeah. Like he was still he was still thereabouts. He was still mm. closing. The race probably wasn't run to suit, but definitely not at his best. No. No. But Zaki, we'll, we'll start with the Dooman Cup. Of course, won by now the back-to-back champion in Huetal. Uh Ryan Maloney gave that horse a, a peach for the Peter and Paul Snowden boys. Uh, New Marion, he was brave in defeat, ran second, and the three-year-old Kovalika... Uh, he was really good from the back, sort of pinching the runs up on the inside to run third at, at weight for age in, I think, maybe only his eighth or ninth start. But, uh, mate, all credit to the winner. Yeah, Kovalik was really good. I didn't expect it, and I'm his number one fan. No, I didn't expect it either. The market, he was he was relatively firm. I think $10 out to, to $13. One of the flopperoos in the race was the probably the... Most heavily backed horse, um, a, tissue. a tissue. I'm not sure. I haven't looked at the stewards' report, but that was definitely too bad to be true. Oh, she failed she, to finish. Yeah. yeah. I hope, hopefully, this, everything's all mm. right there. Um, Zaki, he just sort of held his spot at the top of the market. You, you got black, well and truly, into black odds uh, closer betting, but he was very disappointing. He he was gone before the corner. You, you could tell there was not much there. Yeah. He didn't you, you like they of, went. They went at an even tempo. He hasn't even beat Banker's Choice home. So um, that was probably uh, we were watching it, and you sort of said, "Oh, he's going to." This could be shades of of twenty twenty one here, um, and it never really. It was pretty much all over straight away after you said that. So I don't know if it was just your mock. No, nah, no, nah, nah. but he but found nah, the front. He, he found he the front did. at an even tempo, yep. and I think his best his best runs and best wins have been. I think when he can roll along like that. So yeah, yeah I think so too. I, I think he was very disappointing. Uh, the market really liked nonconformist. Yeah. And outside of a tissue, it was a very good last. It, it was actually. Didn't I, he warm I, up late? He did. Um, I thought the same thing and even no compromise as well was a little bit in the same boat. But my knock on nonconformist going into the race was it was his first time the clockwise way. Um, yep. I don't know if it's something that you look into, but you certainly watch him around that turn. Dooman's quite a tight track, and coming the other way for the first time, it did look like he got a little bit lost and his his wheels spun for a while. But once he balanced up, he was it was a good last. Like yeah, I well, said. he looked he looked like he was going to run, like he was going to tail off, because yep. um, he was under the under the pump leading into the turn, as you said, and he was twenty three dollars into about twelve dollars and really firm at the death. But he was on heels late and. Yeah, I think he had the fifth best last 200 metres of the race, but he, he didn't see much daylight there too. So yeah. uh, it could have been better than that. But getting up to 2,400 metres, I don't know what's left for him. But you got the Q22 at over 2,200 metres um, in, well, three weeks on straight three weeks. Day, Yeah, so well, that's probably his race because, yep. yeah, he's he's – Best runs. He, he's a pretty good fresh horse. He is. Yeah. So yeah. Yep. Three, three weeks. weeks between runs is, is nice. Hopefully he can. Well, I don't know when he's off the bit that far yeah. from home. I, I don't know where he's going to land or, or what was going on there or maybe a gear change or something. But he's worked through the line. 
Very good. Yep. Horse I ended up backing on Saturday was a Jewess. Uh, she was first up since uh, a Melbourne Cup flop. She obviously had a setback. She missed the autumn. Uh, first up 2,000 metres off three barrier trials. I thought she was really good. She ran well. Definitely. What? How long? She was a, a long time between runs and first yep. up into a Doombin Cup. Um, she had every, every chance, but... Uh, yeah, ran well. Yep. Can only improve. Yeah, that's it. You'd think that Q22, it'll be a lot of those similar horses will go there. Um, she's probably the one I want to be with into that race, knowing what improvement could be there second up. Yeah, well, I wouldn't I wouldn't say no because, um, yeah, she was first up there, plenty of improvement to come. I thought Nonconformist was pretty good. He was he was off the bit a long, yeah. long way from home, um, and he's probably looking for that 22, 2400 metres now. So, yep. Um, he's another one that's going to be a big chance in that Q22. Absolutely. How good is it having the good horses all race each other? Uh, you've got to love it. Uh, one race where, well, maybe not the best horses won, but the BRC Sprint, it was race eight at Doombin. Surf Dancer, he flopped in the Archer. The whispers were that he hadn't eaten when he'd been in Rocky. He didn't uh, didn't settle in well, didn't acclimatise himself. It was a rails hot day. He was wide and faded out to finish last, but he bounced back and he won the BRC sprint, beat Dragon Leap, uh, who I believe, well, I know the farrier, and he reckoned that he got his feet right, so obviously the feet did uh, improve between first and second up run because it, it was too bad to be true first up for the Kiwi, and Cardinal Gem, well, what a run that was. Yeah, she didn't have much luck, did she? She was three deep without four, going three, deep. four, five deep. Yeah, she didn't he. have much luck. She He. It's a he. Oh, okay. I thought it was a she too. Can't because I actually looked for it in a Tats Tiara market, and I'm like, why are they not nominated for the Tats Tiara? Yeah, that well, would be because he is a gelding. Well, I don't spend too much time down uh, doing the Melbourne form, no. but Cardinal Gem, yes. that sounds it does sound like, like a, a mayor's name. So, a mayor's, not a man's, yeah. A mayor's <laughs> name, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, well, he was very good, and mm. I guess he's going to a straight broke now. Is that correct? Yeah, well, I think he's about 30th in the order of entry, so Might he'll, just be, he'll probably in. sneak in, I, I think. <laughs> Might just sneak in. Um, the market really liked Bacchanalia, but he was well beaten. Um, I thought there was a, a sneaky run back there, first up off 190-something uh, days between runs. Sinawan, he was good late. He, he was might very have had good the late. third last best last 200 metres of the day or something, and he was spec too. So, yep. um, what, $21 into $16. So if he can – you said that he's got a bit of a miracle to find his way into a straight broke field. I think he might be so. 46th in the order of entry. Yeah, well, that so. might need a miracle, but maybe there is a race for him on Stradbroke day. I'm not sure about that. But, well, there um, is the, yep, thought he was sneaking. Morden, the Morden Cup the week before, which is ballot exempt into the Stradbroke. So maybe they can have one more crack. So there's the next week, was, when's the Stradbroke? Shadbrokes three weeks. So so there's the Kingsford Smith Cup and the Fred Best this weekend. Oh, and then two weeks into And then that's Stradbroke. two weeks into the Stradbroke, but then there's one on Oaks on the 4th of June, which is 1,200. So you'd have to come back to 12. But okay. the option is there if they if they need to. Um, yeah, why not have a crack at it? Yeah, well, that's but Surf Dancer, yeah, as mm. you said, he was that was a big bounce back. The market really didn't expect it either. He was $30, $34, He actually, when... The weights came out on Tuesday and the sort of the futures markets, the all-in market adjusts. He actually firmed into about $12 at one point there. Did he? Someone, somebody got something out of it. He is kidding themselves. But, yeah, um, good strong win. Apparently they weren't kidding themselves. No, but if they took $12, they were because it started 50 so. Yeah, but somebody had, to, somebody had to spec that market to, yes. to make that move or adjustment. They got the lot. Definitely. Um, 
I thought there was a bit of a sneaky run in there too, mate. Okay, so, sneaky. What do you got for me? Uh, I like sneaky runs. Yeah, her name is Charmy Baby. She has been legless this prep. Yeah, I know Charmy Baby. I've yeah. backed her before. She's yeah. like, she is she trained at Taree or somewhere yeah, like I that? Think maybe like a, a Laurie Mayfield-Smith or a, a Noel Mayfield-Smith, I think, might have her. Oh, I don't know. I don't know about Noel, but maybe Laurie. Laurie, I um, yeah, but she she went across the line hard held. So she she was a hundred to one. She got a long way back. This was a, a good race. Like there were some good horses in it. Um, but yeah, you watch that last two hundred meters of hers. She did not see much daylight, and she sort of she was hard held through the line, um, matching it with a few horses that were being hard ridden. So she won. Uh, the name of the race escapes me. It's a sixteen hundred meter race on Strasbourg. Oh yeah, I, I remember. I remember. That was her last win. I would imagine that's where they go with her again. We might get a big price, and she will love Eagle Farm. She'll love the big tracks. She'll love getting to sixteen hundred. I think just stick with her because the last two starts, I think she's run last. This one, she's gonna. It's gonna read beaten seven lengths and a big zero. Okay, in the we'll look at the camera. And drill it home. Well, wait for the Monday before Stradbroke Day when the all-in markets come out and back Charmy Baby if you've got a little bit of loose change around. Uh, it... Be a bit more aggressive than that. Oh, well, she'll 100 win. 100 to 1. She'll, she might be 100 to 1. <laughs> It'll be the best 100 to 1 shot you've ever seen. <laughs> okay, well, Charmy Baby in the black book. She'll win next she time. Was, she was spec there too. She was 200 to 1 into 100 oh, to 1. So, well, someone somebody knew. knew. Someone was expecting somebody, it. Somebody knew uh, there, was a, there was a bit of improvement to come. It's going to kill me now trying to remember what the name of the race was. Matter. Doesn't matter. Mile race on Stradbroke Day, but we'll find it. I'll... Um, I'll find it now. You introduce the next it. race. Yeah. Um, the Goodwood, mate. Adelaide, South Australia, won by, uh, what was her name? Royal Merchant, the three-year-old filly. Uh, Kieran Ma, David Eustace, the Wayne Wilson was the race. Um, oh, Wayne Wilson. You, yeah. It's faster than me. You, yeah, and you were introducing the race. I've You've done you. well yeah, there. I've done yeah. very well. Uh, yeah, Kieran Ma and David Eustace, they took out three of the four group ones in South Australia. Fair effort. Uh, could have been four if you didn't early crow. Promises kept. Gee whiz, you've... You really sort of well. He'll get his history. He'll get his chance in the um. He'll get his chance in the Queensland Derby. If you had asked me, I would have said Royal Merchant was a a gelding as well. Yeah, well, I, I, I probably why, would have the start in, until the start before because I actually backed her the start before in a Phillies race. Okay, well, but you don't see many geldings going around in Phillies races. No, so you don't. That's fair enough. Yep. Um, yeah, there was. I, I think. Mostly, like if I if I look at the market here, mostly everything's had its chance. Yeah. Um. I, I thought I sort of thought Kalos was was going to be um well supported, but I I guess I'm guessing the market has him down as not running 1200 meters, and and that's probably the case. They've probably got that yep. spot on. Um. Lofty strike. He was soft in the market, but I thought his run was pretty good. He, he just went up at the start yeah. and he was he got well back um I think all when credit the rain came for him uh, on, like came in south australia that's when he sort of started to get spat out the back yeah definitely spat out in the market a bit. but i thought soft seven was going to be okay yeah um because he ran really well in that coolmore behind mm. in secret on a soft seven so yeah. i thought that was going to be okay i thought that he he was the one to beat he ran well um probably not at his best um all credit to the winner, Royal Merchant, because she was three deep, no cover, yeah. um, facing the breeze. So she's done a terrific job to win. Um, yeah, Zapateo, she was three deep, 
with cover. She followed the winner. Um, she was the one that was best backed in the race, four eighty mm. into three dollars fifty. So the market loved her. She? Yeah, yeah she's she started favourite. So. Um, market loved her. I thought Frankie Pino was a, a sneaky run. Yeah. Um, from the back of the field, probably not well graded in under the conditions of the race, but warmed up late, and there might be a race for that horse soon. Possibly another gelding, Frankie Pino. Pino, you yeah, Frankie sworn. Pino. Oh no, I would have, th- I would have thought, yeah, Frankie Pino. I like Frankie. a Pino. I'm thinking Frankie. Maybe it's just because my mate's daughter's name Frankie. is Frankie. Oh, but I, th- I, I think of Frankie as a. A boy. Frankie Valley. Frankie Dottori. Frankie Dottori. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Enough. But he was good. He was good. Bit of Cardinal Gem form. Ran second to that horse two starts ago. Cardinal Gem, yeah. Well, hopefully it stands up for you in the uh, Stradbroke. Yeah. If, if she sneaks in. He. 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 Yeah. Oh, now I'm confused. Yeah. Um, anything else from the race there, really, that nah. you wanted to follow? No. No, no. You're not much of a South Australian man. Um, well, let's move on to a few horses to follow that we haven't already mentioned. Uh, where are you heading, mate? Brisbane or, or Sydney? No, uh, Sydney. Hill? Yeah, Rose Hill. Of Rose course, Hill. Sydney. Stupid question. Yep. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to give you three to follow. Okay. Um, quickly, I thought the horse in the first race, Celestial Legend, is going to be a very good horse. Yep. What sort of distance range do you think? Because that was 1,200, but could he be a, a serious sort of spring champion horse? You would think so, um, because he's by done deal, so I wouldn't say that getting over a bit of ground is beyond him. Um, I thought it was a terrific win, because yeah. he was held up. Like, he, he half got chopped out at the furlong, and yeah. then he had to ease over heels, and he produced the best last 200 metres of the day. So he was strong late. Yeah. He's by done deal. I definitely don't see 1,400 metres as being an issue and, and a mile of the, the J.J. Atkins. Yeah. I like, don't think he's nominated, but they'd be surely thinking. You'd think a so. A late nomination. You'd think so that he's – yeah, you'd think that he's on, he'll be on his way up to Queensland soon enough. Um, I thought Alabeer was the unlucky <laughs> runner of the day. Uh, got well yeah. back. If he gets to the outside, he clearly wins the race. Yep. Um, I, I just think it was – Probably uh, a mistake by young Jasper Franklin uh, to go back to the inside. If I, I can't really tell on the footage if there was an opportunity to get on to the winner's back or not, but he's gone back to the inside. Uh, it would have been a pretty ride if the gaps opened up for him, but mm. they just didn't open up for him and he had absolutely no luck. Clearly should have won the race. When he did get clear, he still found the line really yeah. well and he's only missed by a neck at Temple. worst and, and probably two strides past the post he's in front. So, yep, we can follow him. And then I thought there was a good run in the last race. Lady of Luxury. Mm. Uh, she was 3.36 days between runs. She had the best last 400 metres of the day. She was just flopped out from the wide draw, uh, back to last, was never in it, but really warmed up late. Uh, she can only improve off that and over a little bit further from a, a better draw. She's one to follow for me. Lovely. She might be Queensland bound. She could be. Mm. It's, it's a late start for her, so there might be a race up here for her. Yeah. Um, often that's sort of, I think, Bjorn. That's Bjorn, isn't it? Yes, Bjorn. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that he likes to target sort of those yeah. mares races. That's kill though. Yeah. What do you got for us? Um, I've got two that I'm, I'm keen to follow. The first one was well-backed. Favourite in race one. It was called Man Behind the Money for Annabelle Neesham having its second Australian start. Oh, yeah. That was um, luckless, wasn't yes. it? Got into a nice spot, uh, but the runs just never came for it. It was held up, held up, held up, and then flashed late, thankfully, because we were on the winner at 
$11 driver <sighs> deal. So I thought uh, stick with that horse because the money came for it. Obviously, sign of intent that they were expecting a good performance there and just had no luck. So man behind the money, that goes in. And then another debutante uh, from the Tony Gollan stable, two-year-old filly by the name of Certainly Can, one word, uh, ran third in the Bill Carter. Uh, so I thought it was a really good effort there in listed company on debut to sort of flash home and hit the line like she did. Probably not up to, you know, like a size or a JJ, but stick it in your black book and back it in a in a Wednesday maiden. Yeah. You would imagine that's sort of where they go with it, especially if they want to try and get her rating up a little bit. They still pay the same in maidens. They do. For us. Yeah, anyway. that's right. Yeah, yep. so doesn't matter. Winner's a winner. Yep. So, yeah, certainly can. Uh, she goes in as well. But um, a few nice runs on Saturday, I thought it would Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm jotting them down now. I'm going to put them in the black book. In black book. Back them next start. Especially Charmy Baby, 109. I like 109 oh, winners. Yeah. In the Wayne Wilson. There you go, punters. Mate, uh, one horse that won on Saturday at Brisbane, Mashani Sniper, ridden by a good friend of mine and uh, regular stable jockey of my horses, Mark Duplessis. I would call him underrated. MDP? MDP, one, two, three. Does anybody ever call him that? What? MDP. Yeah, that's what he's got on his, um, oh, on yeah. his breeches, actually. Yeah, that's where I've got. Yeah, two that's plus. Good. Two plus. Mark, two plus three. Okay. Mark Duplessis. Yeah, well, yeah. he's he got a good, is he? He he is. He doesn't get the best rides. Okay. So I think this is what makes him underrated because I think he had four or five rides on the weekend, a $51 shot, a $31 shot, a 100-to-1 shot, and a $17 shot, which he won the listed race on. Then he's only won – he's only ridden four winners from his past 50, but, you know, market expectation, they're not expecting him to win races. He's still around 10% metropolitan um, winners to runners, strike rate. So he's the sort of jockey that – his horses travel sweet for him. They get into a good spot, and he gives them every chance. So, don't be uh, don't be afraid to back one that Mark Duplessis is on punters because definitely not. He uh, he rides well, and he's he's underrated. Yeah, well, how about you? Profit on turnover is a big one to suggest that a jockey's underrated by the market. My one is Tom Sherry. Mm. I think uh, I think he's the most underrated jockey in in Sydney. He gives them every possible chance. He's not on horses that are at the top of the market. I know that um, I know that Mark Newnham gives him plenty yep. of opportunities, but outside of Mark, he probably doesn't get the opportunities that he deserves. He's sort of he was a gun apprentice. Mm. Um, he no longer has a claim anymore, so um, he probably isn't getting the opportunities that he has in the past, but I think he can hold his own with anyone in Sydney. He's he's rode 16 winners from his last uh, 100 rides and and a, a healthy profit on turnover as well. I think um, oh, maybe 10%, 15% profit on turnover or something like that. Um, yeah, so he, he's more, well, 100%, yeah. I've never shy away from backing uh, backing one that Tom Sherry's on. Tom Sherry's he on. Came to, he came to Brisbane a couple of weeks ago for a couple of rides for Mark Newnham and both both horses won. So yeah, that was uh, um, Iowa and street gossip. street gossip. Yeah, yeah. I'm just um, getting him up here. Yeah. So yep, sixteen percent profit on turnover if you proportionally staked each one of his last one hundred rides. Well, it's pretty good. That is good. Very good. Anything to leave the punters with, mate? Uh, any early... What, where are they this weekend in Sydney? 
Randwick or Rose Hill, probably. Wednesday. Um, no, Saturday. Canterbury. Uh, Saturday. I haven't got that far yet. I haven't got that far. No little early plays. No, <laughs> nothing from me yet. Wait for Wednesday. Plays. Fair enough. Leave it at that, hey? Yeah, that's it. Uh, thanks for tuning in, punters. If you haven't yet became a men- member, we have tipped three best bets in a row. So on a roll, yep. um, jump on board. We've got the introductory offer. Yep. $15.99 for your first month. That is a bargain. It is. It's what, $4 a week, something like that? Yeah. 4 50 a week. Yep, jump on board. Man, if you didn't. Punters Club this weekend as well. Punters, $50 buy in the kiddies. Well past 8000 now, so hopefully we can get that to... Fifteen, twenty thousand come the weekend. Thirty. Thirty. Yep. That's You're, the goal. Okay. How many shares are you buying? Uh max. Max shares. Max shares. Whatever that is. Well. I have faith. <laughs> so well, I've got faith too. I think it'll be a good day. Okay. Well I'm excited as yep. well. I'm excited to to watch the races with you boys, back some winners, cheer home some winners, have yeah, a chat we'll to the punters, get on the live stream. Ah, it's gonna be a great day. What an afternoon. Thanks, punters. Later punters.